Welcome to season three of Through the Marketing Lens podcast, your weekly go-to business and marketing podcast that's fluff-free to the point and filled to the brim with actual strategies that will help you to grow and scale your business. I'm your host, Katrina Aronson, and I'm a six-figure business owner turned business coach and marketing strategist on a mission to empower women all over the world to turn their dream business into wild success. And I'm not holding back. So if you're ready to make more money and more impact, you are most definitely in the right place. Oh, hello there. And welcome to today's episode of Through the Marketing Lens. If you are new here, welcome. And if you're coming back, thank you so much for joining me today, being here and riding with me into season three. I hope you had a wonderful summer. And as you know, this podcast gets right to business because I know that you are very busy. So let's jump into it. Okay, so how about we kick things off today for season three with a word that nobody actually wants to hear and no one actually wants to talk about, but it is definitely on a lot of minds. And that word is recession. Yes, what a way to kick off season three talking about a recession, but it's something that we need to address. And if you're running a business, which you probably are, recession can definitely feel like a trigger word. And obviously, we would rather not be hearing it in the news, on your news feed, on social media, in your networking groups, wherever it's coming up for you. And of course, we would rather be living in an economy that felt stable or that we knew that it was strong. That's way more enticing. Sure. But there are a few things that we should note off the bat before we get into this conversation. Let's go through them. So number one, believe it or not, recessions are not all bad. In fact, we have real proof from businesses from the Great Recession. So that wasn't too long ago. That's 2007 to 2009. That in this digital economy, smart businesses actually come out on top after a downturn. Kind of not a surprise there, but it is good to see the stats. And we're going to talk about what that looks like today. What did some of these businesses do to be able to come out on top? Number two, there are quite a few things that we can do proactively. We're going to talk through a few of them today to help your business no matter where the economy heads. Okay, So we're going to use this as a jumping off point for you to move into your 2.0. And these are action items for you to be a better leader and also to set yourself up for success should we move into a recession. So this is a win-win for you to wrap your head around some of the things we're going to talk about. And number three, it is important for us to say this, economies work in cycles. So this is both totally normal and it's not going to be forever. But I'm also going to share with you some ways that you can actually benefit from a recession. Yes, benefit from a recession. So according to a study that was published in the Harvard Business Review, only a small number of businesses, approximately 9% of their sample, flourished after a slowdown, meaning a recession. So based on that research... They found that companies that learned to master the delicate balance between cutting costs to survive during the recession and also investing in their growth do the best after a recession. 
those that simply cut costs and don't invest actually fared the worst of all businesses. And there are a few subsets, but for simplicity and time purposes, we're just going to talk about those two, right? Because we obviously want to do the best. So what do we need to do to do the best? What do we need to do to do the best after a recession? But also, how do we really do well within a recession? You don't have to do poorly in a recession. You just have to get really smart about your decisions. All right. So today I'm going to talk you through, walk you through how to navigate this for the best outcome for yourself, your business. And this is all from research that I have been taking in and applying in my own business. So remember, this is really about balance. This is both about adding in terms of investing and taking away, so cutting your costs. So let's start with a story. So when the Great Recession hit in 07 to 09, many entertainment-related companies scrambled to survive. But Netflix, that's actually when it found its footing and skyrocketed in subscribers. So it gained momentum and it actually made money in this recession. In fact, Netflix had attracted 3 million more subscribers by the end of 2009 and its stock price rose by 57%. So just to remind you, Netflix wasn't what it is today back then. It was a DVD by mail service that started to branch into strategic partnerships to deliver movies through Blu-ray players, remember those? And broadband-enabled TV and Roku sets. So they got really creative and they invested into something that would really set them apart. Yes, they took a risk. And this is essentially the thing that took them from being a small business to thriving and growing like gangbusters. And look, you might be thinking, well, Netflix has tons of money to invest. And that's a totally different story than mine. But it's all relative, my friend. Really, that is what we want to achieve within your own business. And it's totally doable. And it doesn't matter that it's Netflix. This is about you figuring out how to invest in your business in a way that's really smart and is going to set you apart during this time. Preparing for a recession is actually a practice in being a leader. And that's the mindset shift that I want you to have here. So here are a few things that you can do proactively. And some of these will actually allow you to see growth in the recession, as crazy as that that sounds. And some of them are just about you being a better leader. All right. So again, win-win. So think about where can you cut costs without cutting quality? That is so important. A lot of businesses are going to cut costs and it's going to hurt the actual delivery of the product or the actual quality of the product or service. And that's going to be felt by the consumer. And then a lot of things will suffer from that. To celebrate the launch of season three of Through the Marketing Lens podcast, I am doing a giveaway. We're going to have three winners two of which are going to win $50 Amazon gift cards. Who doesn't want that? And one person, one lucky winner is gonna get a one-on-one marketing strategy session with me for their business. That is valued at $500. So to enter, all you have to do is two things. Screenshot your favorite 
season three episode. There's only two available as of right now, and that's episode 62 or 63. Add that screenshot to your Instagram stories and tag me at Katrina Aronson underscore consulting. And then write a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. I want you to share with us why you love this podcast, what has helped you, why others should listen. We're going to be checking tags on Instagram all week and then checking the reviews. The last day to enter is Sunday, November 20th at 1159 p.m. And the winners will be announced on Monday, November 21st via email and on Instagram. Good luck and thank you so much for being here to support Through the Marketing Lens podcast. So where can you cut costs without cutting quality? This might be something really small or it might be something really big, but focusing on your expenses right now is incredibly important to surviving and then to thriving. This might be like subscriptions that you don't need anymore. I know I'm guilty of that, not necessarily cutting subscriptions that maybe I'll need it in a little while and it's kind of a pain for me to cut it. But look, if it's 99 bucks a month, cut it if you're not using it. Okay. And looking for redundancies in your systems so you can consolidate. I definitely had um, a couple of things going on in my back end and I wasn't consolidating it very fast because. You know, it takes honestly, it takes time for you to actually consolidate these systems. But because of that, I was paying for multiple subscriptions at the same time, purely out of, oh, I don't have the time to do this, or I don't have time to explain to my VA. And so I was carrying all these costs. This is not the time to be doing that. All right. So think about what systems you have and dig into, take the time to dig into to make sure that there's no redundancies in there. And maybe it's about reducing the physical size of your office or moving to a co-working space, if that's something that's been on your mind, so that you can reduce rent. And I know that's not going to apply to everyone, but um, for my business, we actually had during COVID, we had a an office and I know that we're still quasi in COVID. I don't know what to even call it at this stage, but um, we decided that, or I decided that we were going to move from the closed office and and move into a co-working space that's less overhead for me. It's also allowing me to network more. So these are two important things that we made that switch because of. Or perhaps, and perhaps, this is the best time for you to be thinking about realigning or restructuring your team. So your team can be really expensive and Now more than ever, you should be checking to make sure that running your 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 team is running efficiently. And again, there are no overlaps. So if your VA is doing something, she or he should be completely owning that task. So are you running this like a leader so that they can actually do that? And if not, then you are wasting your time more than likely going over a task. And your time is your most valuable assets, especially if you are service-based. And frankly, if you have a product-based business these days, you are still a service-based business, but that is a conversation for another day. So I want to be really clear here. I do not mean let go of everyone on your team and hunker down in your home office and 
do everything yourself. Absolutely not. Instead, this is actually the time to make sure that your team is as lean as it can be and is highly efficient. And as these times might get worrisome for your team, potentially, make sure that you are also sharing how much they're helping you, how much you appreciate them, because a freaked out team is not going to be good in terms of productivity and morale. And it doesn't matter if you have one team member or 50 team members, because how they work with you is only going to be better if they feel really supported. All right. Um, I am actually using this time to hire on my team. And while that might seem contradictory from what we just talked about, this is really strategic because I realize this is the time when people are going to get sloppy and take their eye off the ball, right? And so I'm getting even more stealth. And that's where I'm making investments in my own business because um, I'm being very focused about my budget, but I recognize that this is a good time for us to grow in a way that is sustainable for our business. So let's bring it back to Netflix, for example, um, for a moment. So they invested in their growth in that really creative way of bringing it from mail-in DVDs to uh, the first iteration of streaming. So for online online businesses like yours and mine, whether you're a copywriter, a consultant, a coach, or maybe you sell products online, your investment component can be about, listen to this part, creating content that really allows you to stand out. So whatever you are creating today, how do you elevate that? Most people, most business owners are going to pull away here, but this is exactly when you don't pull away from content. This is the moment when those that are here by accident or simply because we are in a really strong economy or we have been for a while of sorts, and those people are going to fade into the background. So this increases your ability to shine and captivate your audience. So double down on your marketing efforts, keep providing value, keep connecting, and those things will pay off in droves down the line. If you do not have a strong organic content strategy at this point, that is where you start. And if you already have a really strong organic content game, where can you bring it up to that next level? Elevate when others contract. Okay. Lastly, let's talk about cash flow. Really important conversation and making sure that you are sustaining your cash flow as best you can. So, this is definitely a time where you can consider offering payment plans. Many people, especially clients you already have, um, if you have a membership or you have a, um, a program where people are paying monthly, for example, or if you are, are someone who has a very expensive product, then this is the time where you can potentially be adding in payment plans that would allow for people to make the decision to continue to work with you, to buy from you, and not make that hard decision to not buy from you. Remember at this moment in time, if you remember one thing from this entire episode, remember that client retention is one of the easiest ways, but the most important ways to sustain your business. Okay. Sustaining a business through client retention is a lot easier 
than going out and finding new clients, especially during a recession. Second component is securing your financing before you actually need it. So most businesses will wait until they are in a dire situation to actually go out and look for financing. But you don't have to do that. Something like a home equity line that you don't have to draw down on unless you need it is a good idea. And I know interest rates are rising, but just knowing you have that pot of cash to carry you is something that's going to help your mindset immensely. This will also help you to stay afloat if it's just a bad month or two, for example, or it will allow you to make that investment in the system upgrade that will actually save you money a few months from now, but you know that it's going to cost you a little bit of money right now and that you don't want to feel that pain. So if Netflix taught us anything during the Great Recession, it is to zig when they zag, but you cannot do it from a place of scarcity or unpreparedness and expect for success to happen. None of that is going to happen by accident. If that feels like a lot or this was like a ton of information, I want to invite you to check out the show notes for bullets to take away or listen to this episode again. Maybe it's and listen to this episode again because we really packed this episode with a lot of things for you to walk away with. So I hope this was incredibly helpful for you. This is how I see it through the marketing lens. And I hope you continue to grow your business and your perspective. Thank you so much for trusting me with your precious time. Please, please share this episode with anyone that it might inspire or help. Don't forget to subscribe and rate this podcast so that we can continue to offer it for free and help more entrepreneurs like you who are ready to scale their business. I will see you back here next Tuesday for a new episode of season three through the marketing lens. 